Praise God. That's good, brother. Boy, ain't it true when he comes in, everything changes. And we ain't got to worry about being the same anymore, what he does when he comes in. I want to say a word tonight, and I want to, uh, I want to, I just want to speak a moment to the church, to the visitors that we've had. You know, I thank, I thank God for faithfulness. I thank God that we can, boy, we ain't got to roll over. And we ain't got to quit, but we can keep on trucking on for the Lord. Boy, I think it matters. Matter of fact, I know that it matters to God what happens to His church. And God is protecting His church. And so I want to say a word of thank you, boy, to those that have just continued to bind together. Hey, and to keep going on, whether you've been able to come out or not, whether you've been able to be here or not. Listen, we love you and thank God for you. Uh, looking back over the shares and looking back over the comments and, boy, everything that has been said since the beginning of all this, all I can say is it's been a, it's been a great and mighty faithfulness. Amen. Faithfulness to the Lord. And what a blessing. What a blessing that is, not only uh, to you and to us as individuals, a blessing to my heart to see the church working and moving together. I know uh, that as, as this comes to a... A close, whenever that is, the church is going to be stronger than she's ever been. Than she's ever been. Tonight we're going to be looking at the faithful church exalted. The faithful church exalted. Praise God tonight. Praise God tonight. We do not keep ourselves. We do not keep ourselves. But Christ keeps us. Christ keeps us. Revelation chapter number 3 tonight. We're going to be looking at the church of Philadelphia. The church of Philadelphia. What an example we have before us tonight. And church, I pray that, uh, and when I say church, I mean the body of Christ. Let me remind you again, I'm talking about the body of Christ. And tonight, tonight what an example we have before us. Boy, that we don't have to lay down or quit. No, but we can keep our faith and trust in the Lord. In the Lord. Revelation chapter number 3, picking up in verse number 7. The word of the Lord says this, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. <laughs> For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Oh, this is all important tonight, church. Verse 9, Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee, because thou hast kept the word of my patience. I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, 
that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God. And I will write upon him my new name. Glory. <laughs> Glory to God. Verse number 13. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Let us pray tonight. Heavenly Father God, Lord, I thank you, God, for your word. God, we can time and time again look into your word and see your promises, God. God, they're not the promises of another man, but the promises of you, God. Your promises. God, in your precious promises to your people. Oh, how wonderful your promises are. God, tonight to know tonight that, God, even though the church may look different, it's still the church. It's still the church. And no matter what comes against the church, Nothing can prevail against your church because it belongs to you. Lord, I love you. I thank you and praise you and I ask you now, God. God, to reach into the homes, God. God, reach into hearts. God, that your people would be encouraged this hour, God. God, to see your greatness. God, to see your love for your church. Lord, I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Tonight you might say, I don't need encouragement for the church. Well, you might not be very close to the church, if that's the case. Let's look at this church. And trust me, there are plenty of churches that need this word. But I believe tonight this is a reminder for us outside. This is a reminder for us in our own day. Boy, what we ought to be. What an example before us. We see this, the sixth letter, the letter to the church of Philadelphia. We see a church here of revival, a revival church, a lively church. <laughs> one that has not fell down, one has not been covered up, a faithful church, a faithful church. A church that holds the truth of the Lord's return. We see it in His Word. Waiting. That's its beacon. Waiting for the return of the Lord. And Jesus here, He offers. He offers no blame against this church. What do you mean? <laughs> there is nothing against them. I don't know about you, but that matters. Boy, when He looks at us. When he sees us, I pray there not be any blame against us. Knowing that we've done everything that we can to please him. We've done everything we can to stick to the will of God. Are we perfect? By no means. By no means. You hear me tonight? I'm not proclaiming that we're perfect. But I am proclaiming this, that God has a will for his church. And us, as the church, can follow his will can follow His will. And it's the faithful that God exalts. We're going to see that tonight. It's the faithful that God exalts. It's the faithful that God lifts up. That's what matters in our day. Being faithful to God. Being faithful 
to God. You hear me tonight. What the Lord said do, they did. Yes. That's what faithfulness means. Not that you argue with God. Not that you get upset with God. But that you follow God all the way. All the way. You look around and yes, you might say, Preacher, it sure is hard in our current day to trust the Lord. When you look around, I ask you this. Why is it so hard? Why is it so hard? He's not changed. God's not changed. This morning I said His power has not changed. He is the same. So why is it hard? It's really down to faith and trust in the Lord. That's where the rubber meets the road. Because either we're following Him in faith, either we're trusting Him in faith, or we're questioning God. We're doubting God. And God has not called His people to doubt them. To doubt Him. Think about that tonight. We've not been a people called to doubt, but a people called to trust and to have faith. Oh, do we need churches in this day and hour that's going to do what God says do. Listen, we're going to get into the text, but I'm telling you, tonight, there's so many that are wishy-washy and going every way about doing whatever they want to do. God has not called us to do that. Say, preacher, are you calling out? I'm not calling out any church. What I'm saying is, folks, if we're not on, if we're not alert, if we're not on the will of God, if we're not following Him, we'll become that church. What a warning to us! What we ought to be before God. Hey, isn't God worthy for us to live a life of faith? Hadn't He done enough for us? Mm, we need faithful churches in this day and hour. Let's look at the facts, the facts in His Word about this church. Let's go back to the text in verse number 7. Verse number 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door. An open door. Listen to me tonight. The first point, point number one, God exalts the faithful church. Let me tell you something tonight. We do not have to exalt Southside Baptist Church. I do not have to lift the banner of Southside Baptist Church. You say tonight, preacher, don't you love Southside? I love Southside Baptist Church. But the only one that I've got to lift high and exalt is the Lord Jesus Christ. And He exalts His church. That's what He does. That's what He does when we're faithful. He does the exalting. When we are low, He will lift us high. We don't have to do that, folks. We have no power or authority to do such things. God exalts the faithful church. Notice here that God is exalting His church because look at who's speaking. It's important always to look at who is speaking. Go back to the text. Verse number 7. Verse number 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, Preacher, why do you keep reading that? Because it'll sink in in a minute. These things saith he, these things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David. Who is talking tonight? 
Can I introduce you to him? His name is Jesus Christ. He has the authority to speak. He has the authority to exalt, folks. That's why we don't have to exalt anything. Christ will do all the exalting. Why? Because he has the power to do so. He holds the power to do so. Oh, it's a big deal when Jesus speaks. Oh, the Lord Jesus Christ. He that is holy. Let me remind you tonight. It's God who said, be holy for I am holy. Who could say such things other than God himself? Only God could say those things. Only God could command that. Because he's the Holy One. And to think tonight that Father God is holy. To think tonight that the Son of the living God, Jesus Christ, is holy. To think tonight that the Holy Spirit of God is holy. The will of God is holy. Heaven is holy. (laughs) Oh, his will for his church. Is holy. Why? Because he's in the middle of it. It's all for him and by him. His church. His church. He that is true. Oh, he that is true and true as his word. As true as his word. Tonight, uh, think about that faithful passage. In John 1, 1 and 2, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Truth. Truth. That's what He is. He is truth. He is holy. His name is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, who is speaking. Jesus Christ. He that hath the key of David. And you might say, what are we talking about with a key? Well, you've got to do a little Bible study. A little Bible study. And you get a picture of this with me tonight. Oh, this will help you tonight. Get a picture of this. Isaiah 22, 22. Isaiah 22, 22. It says this, and the key... Of the house of David will I lay upon his shoulder, so he shall open, and none shall shut. Sounds familiar, don't it? And he shall shut, and none shall open. Now, you, we, we got to do a little Bible study here. They, uh, uh, this is um, Elikim, son of Hekiah. Now, he held the key, the key of the house of David. What am I saying tonight? He had access to the treasures of the king. Oh, y'all didn't get that. I said he had access to the treasures of the king. And now here we've got Jesus saying he holds the key of David. Now what does that mean for you and I tonight? Church, don't you worry. Church, don't get beside yourself. Jesus holds the key to the king's treasure. Why? Because it belongs to him. And what he will open up for his church and what he will open up for his people is his call. And it's his will. Oh, but we don't have to worry. We don't have to worry. Because what he opens, no man can shut. And what he shuts, no man can open. And I don't care tonight. You can go as far as you want to. I don't care if the devil himself goes up against the church. He can't do anything to the church. 
without the authority of Almighty God. I wonder, do you believe that tonight? I wonder, child, that you are part of the church. Even for your own life. You say, what about Job, preacher? Well, he had, the devil had permission. Had permission. Yes. But nothing we face. Nothing we face. God doesn't already know about. He holds the key. Oh, he holds the key. I wonder tonight, is he really holding the key to your heart? Think about it, church. Think about how important it is tonight. What is Jesus saying? I am king. I have the key of David. He controls the door. <laughs> oh, he gives and he takes away. He takes away. Verse number 8. Look with me at verse number 8. Verse 7, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, Write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. Verse 8, I know thy works. I know thy works. Point number 2 tonight. God sees the testimony of His church. Of His church. You see, there's nothing we've been through that He doesn't already know about. There's nothing we face that He doesn't already know about. And He sees how we handle the things we go through. What do you mean, preacher? He sees whether we're faithful. He sees whether we're true to the Word of God. He sees how we handle our business. And He sees whether we're doing His will or our own will. God sees that. God sees that. It matters to God. God sees that. He sees the testimony of His church. He sees the testimony of your life. Folks, faithfulness matters to God. It matters to God. What oh, matters to God, what happens at Southside Baptist Church. It matters to God what happens in His pulpit. It matters to God what happens in His classrooms. It matters to God. God sees the testimony of His church. We notice in verse 8 that word behold. Take notice again. Verse 8. I know thy works. Behold, <laughs> I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. No man can shut it. Now by the world's economy, and even God Himself proclaims that they are weak in strength. But I'm glad to know, <laughs> I'm glad to know that our strength isn't worried about being calculated by the world's economy. I'm glad to know, listen, that we're not calculated and valued by the world's standard. If that was the case, the church would have been gone a long time ago. But I tell you, what really matters tonight is what it looks like in God's economy. God's economy. And I can tell you this, the church that He died for, huh? the church that He ordained, the church that He protects holds a great value to Him. Oh, a great value to Him. Yes, they might have been weak in strength. Can I tell you this? You're never truly weak in strength when you're on the side of the Lord. 
You're never going to lose when you're on the side of the Lord. Oh, we never going to lose, folks. You think you're, hey, you think you're losing. You're losing. Listen, you listen, child of God, you think that you're down and out and you're not going to be able to make a comeback? Listen, you ain't got to worry about a comeback with God because He still got you. You got to worry about a comeback. When you belong to Jesus. Mm. Oh, He's so good to us. Yes, by the world's economy, they were weak. But by God's economy, He was making them strong. Mm. Oh, his providing hand on his church. Watching over his church. Oh, this wasn't a proud church. You say, preacher, how do you know that? He wouldn't have been working. Huh? They couldn't have pleased God with pride. Hear me. Hear me tonight. A humble church. A humble church. And I got to tell you, I'm reading a book right now on humbleness. And you think you're humble. And you really start examining the humility of Christ. It'll change your life. It'll change your life. Can I tell you, there is no place for the proud. I said there's no place for the proud. Listen, God is not only look, not looking for us to exalt ourselves. He's not looking for us to show pride. The biggest, hear my heart, the biggest Distraction for the church today is pride. Hear me? Is pride. I'm talking about from the pulpit to the back door. I'm talking about pride. We need to be a people that are humbled. And I got to tell you, God allowing all this to take place, I believe He also wants to humble His church. Oh, them to see, us to see that it's not about us. We don't make anything happen. If anything happens, that's positive. And for the Lord, it's because He allowed it to happen. Oh, it's by His hand. Pride. Pride. Oh, you tell me you've never stood before somebody and got a pat on the back and pride get a hold of you? You tell me you've never sung a song. That never happened for me. But you never sung a song and got a little pat on the back and it feel good. And you think you did something. You think you caught the Spirit of God to move. Hear me tonight. God's looking for the humble. God works with the humble. Hmm. I've got written on my board next door the first requisite for spirituality is humility. Is humility. Why do you think that statement is so important? Because when we're in the way, God can't lead. When we're in the way, God can't move. Oh, I pray we come back more humble than we've ever been. More humble than we've ever been. Preacher, we're a humble church. Yes, we are. Yes, I, I truly believe that with all my heart. We're a very humble church. But if we can sit here and say that we can't find an ounce of pride, then we got pride in the way. I said we got pride in the way. It's time for the church to reach deep. A faithful church. Faithful church. Notice. Notice. 
Verse 8, I know thy works. He sees the testimony. That's right, he sees the pride. He sees the humility. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Listen, you can take a prideful church. I know some of y'all ready for me to get off of that. But you can take a prideful church every single time. And they are not focused. They are not focused on exalting Jesus. And there's plenty with a steeple and there's plenty with a name that says church that find themselves in that place today. God help us, church. God help us. Pride. Pride. It's God who lifts up the powerless. It's God who lifts up the powerless. Why? Because He's in control. He's in control. And not only is He in control of His church, He's also in control of those that are unfaithful to Him. Hmm? He's also in control of those that are proud. Yes. We can go back to Joseph and look at that. Hmm? God is in control, my friend, of His church. Look at the Word. Look at the Word. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. Loved thee. I'm not worried about the enemy of the church. I'm not worried about the enemy of the church. Because God weighs it all out. God weighs it all out. And my friend, He will judge those. Judge those that go against His church. Hear me tonight. He's looking for the faithful church. Verse number 10. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience. <laughs> because thou hast kept the word of my patience. Look here at the faithful word. I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation. The hour of temptation. You say, preacher, what are you talking about tonight? I'm talking about the church will not see the tribulation. I said the church will not see the tribulation. God will remove His church, folks. Listen, if you don't agree with that, then you can talk to God about Him leaving you here. But I'm not looking for the Antichrist. I'm looking for Jesus Christ. I'm looking for him to step out and to call his church home. I'm not worried about the great tribulation. I'm not worried about the Antichrist. I'm not worried about what's going to take place. Listen, God's looking for us to be faithful, to keep our eyes on the prize, to keep our eyes on Christ. To keep our eyes on Christ. That's what he's looking for us to do. 
Oh, and can I tell you, when we keep our eyes on Christ, we cannot put our eyes on anything else. That's why pride will be removed. Listen, that's why the things of the world will be removed from our life. Yes, is it hard? Yes, is it daily? Yes, pick up your cross and carry it. He carried his. And he carried it for you. And he carried it for me. And he carried it for his church. Why can't we do the same? Oh, he's worthy. He's worthy. Church, he's worthy. Looking unto Jesus. Thank God. Thank God we can look for his return. (laughs) Oh, I'm ready. Are you ready for him to call his church home? I wonder tonight. You watching. Are you ready for him to call his church home? Do you honestly know that you're going to be in that number? Number four. Number four. And lastly, our strength is in Christ. Our strength is in Christ. Haven't you tried it on your own? Haven't you tried it yourself? Yes. Yes. And we don't have it. We don't even know where to begin. Because we don't have it. Look with me in the rest of these verses here. Through 13. Verse 10. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience. I will keep thee from the hour of temptation. Which shall come upon all the world. To try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Oh, you say, preacher, what do you mean? I mean the race is worth running. Nothing in this world is worth my relationship with Christ. Hear me. Nothing is worth the relationship of the church. Being faithful to the will of God. What do you mean, preacher? That means we're not not selling out to the world. We're not looking to the world to lead us. I'm not looking to see what somebody else is doing. That we can follow them. No, we've got to be always following Christ. Following Christ. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God. And he shall go no more out. (laughs) And he shall go no more out. He that overcometh. Do you realize tonight that you're on the winning side? I reminded somebody today, this afternoon, and I wasn't, I wasn't going to go here. A child of God who's really struggling, really battling hard. Hear my heart tonight. Re- really ready to give up. Not wanting to live another day. Is this life tough? You better believe it is. 
going through things I can't even imagine. I'm serious tonight. I'm serious tonight. But we've got to, child of God, be reminded who we belong to. Who we belong to. And there's nothing that we face that he hasn't overcome. That he hasn't overcome. Wow, he's overcome it all. I'm on the winning side. And I'm safe. And I'm secure in the Lord. The church is safe tonight. And the reality is, I am victorious. Victorious. Not because of what I've done, but because of what Christ has done. The church tonight is victorious. Not because of what we've done, but because of what Christ has done. Oh, let me, let me take you back to Romans 8, 37 and 38. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Oh, through Him, through Him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Folks, it's finished. It's finished. We're conquerors. We've just got to stay faithful. We've just got to stay faithful. And notice what he does for his faithful. Notice what he does for his church. Ending out here in verse 12. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God. And he shall go no more out safe and secure with the Lord. And I will write upon him the name of my God. The name of my God. Listen, if you're saved tonight, you've been bought with a price. And thank God I'm going to be branded. Hear me? I'm going to be branded, folks, with the name of my God. And the name of the city of my God. Hey, I ain't just going to be branded with the name of my God. Hey, listen, I'm going to have a stamp of the city in which I live. The city in which I'm a citizen. Praise God. Praise God. I can roam all over heaven and everybody knows where I belong. Oh, in the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. You say, preacher, what is that new name? I ain't got a clue. I ain't got a clue. I can tell you this. It don't really matter. It's whatever Jesus wants it to be. Hello? Because I belong to Him. Because I belong to Him. I wonder tonight, though, do you belong to Him? Number one, do you belong to Him? Do you belong to Him? And then if you do, if you do, church, church, will we rely on Him? Will we rely on Him? He holds the key. He holds the key. He holds the power. You know, as I was reading back over this this afternoon, if we're not faithful, if we're not faithful, if we're found not faithful, it's not because of Him. It's because of a choice we've made. 
But I'm glad to know tonight that because of who he is, we can be faithful. We can be faithful. Church, we've got to keep going. <laughs> we've got to keep plugging away. I look at all that God has done. They're coming now to play. I look at all that God has done. And I know this has not been a picnic. Hey, I know that nobody's been running through those dandelions and tulips. I know nobody's been on a vacation. Well, maybe somebody did. I know this has been hard. But church, he still's got us. And all he's asking from us is to be faithful. Faithful to him. Faithful to His Word. Faithful to who He is. Oh, He's faithful to us. I wonder tonight, if you just get along with God. There, there may be somebody tonight, maybe just like that person I talked to this afternoon, not really ready, to live another moment. To see another day. Maybe tonight you're struggling. Why don't you trust Him? Why don't you trust Him? Oh, if you're saved. Oh, if you're saved. You're a part of the church. Oh, if you're a child of God. Why don't you place your faith and trust in Him? As we sing, why don't you mind the Lord tonight? Thank God the church can be faithful. Thank God tonight we can be faithful because He's faithful. You know, one of the beauties of the church is this. We have each other. We've got Christ and we've got each other. I say, said that to say this. We were able to seek the face of Almighty God this afternoon. And I don't have to wonder if it helped. I don't have to wonder if it made a difference. Because it was changed before we got off the phone. What am I saying? I'm saying <laughs> that the power of God is still real. He is still moving. And He is still encouraging His church. I love you, church. Thank God for you. We're going to close. We're going to dismiss. And thank God. Thank God we're moving together. James Allen, if you would, if you'd come, close us in service. We look forward to seeing you Wednesday night. Prayer meeting, Bible study at 630. And we'll have a video on uh, what is going forward. So you be looking for that. And seeing what all God's got in store for His church. Amen. Let's go.